Gratitude with Attitude with Simon Gamewell. Brought to you by TAP, the social thanking platform. Hello and welcome. This is Gratitude with Attitude. Coming up today, I'm going to be talking about the six pillars of gratitude. I'll be joined by Brett Adam from Your Journey of Life. There'll be some of your lovely dedications from our education thanking walls. And of course, we've got some great tunes. And remember, if you want to express gratitude and thank someone, visit thankandpraise.co.uk and download our app. Let's get started then. Here's the Hollies. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Gladness of a 
Gratitude can be an attitude, a posture towards life, not just a polite reaction to someone else's kindness. The Roman philosopher and statesman Cicero held that gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. A virtue is defined as being of moral excellence or of great character. Living a grateful life rather than just feeling grateful is not always easy to do. If we live life from a grateful standpoint, we go beyond just making ourselves feeling better or happier. When we practice gratitude and put it at the heart of everything, it will positively change the way in which we connect with others. And we'll be actively seeking good and kindness in the actions of others. Living life gratefully has also been referred to as deep gratitude. While feeling gratitude may be simple, deep gratitude has not only become a hot topic for discussion in modern sociological and psychological circles, it's been discussed by moral philosophers for centuries. Now, gratitude is built on six pillars. We need all of these in order to develop an attitude of gratitude and make it a positive force in our own lives and in society as well. These uh, six pillars are relatedness, sincerity, empathy, self-regard, integrity and humility. Deep gratitude requires that we commit to putting the relationships in our lives at the top of the priorities lift. Uh, despite all the business and distractions which we often get caught up with, our relatedness to others is essential in adapting an attitude of gratitude. In Western cultures, uh, where we often express gratitude regularly, sometimes we're just going through the motions and are on autopilot. To cultivate deep gratitude, though, we need to be authentic and sincere. We need to express gratitude in ways that are meaningful to the other person. If we're not sincere, our gratitude will soon pass and maybe even selfish with us expecting something in return. Sincerity comes from an absence of affectation, deceit or hypocrisy. Sincere gratitude needs to be free from 
all of those things in order to be effective. Even when we've located the genuine place to be grateful from, it's also essential to be empathetic, to see things from the other person's perspective. When we do this, we'll be able to put the kindness of others into context. Living gratefully is often most tested in times of adversity. It's not possible to feel grateful in all moments. In those moments, we can still live gratefully though. We can do this by focusing on our own position in life and all the things that we are personally grateful for. Self-regard or self-love comes in in these situations. It helps us to focus on all the things that we're grateful for. Everything is a gift, including our very lives. This can help us to see moments of gratitude in these very trying occasions. Integrity often means being honest about who we are. We take responsibility for our own life. We are able to reflect on our own being and how we can improve our sense of deep gratitude and become even happier. Such self-reflection is essential. If we look at ourselves as a work in progress and avoid perfectionist tendencies, which could become an obstacle to living gratefully. A solid way to avoid these perfectionist tendencies is through humility. In fact, it's impossible to experience deep gratitude without it. We need to realize that we've um, only reached this point in our journey with the help of others. We need to find a way of not only paying people back in a meaningful way, but also spreading positivity through the ripple effect of gratitude. It makes us, uh, it makes it easier for us to expose our vulnerability and opens us up to life and to receive assistance from others. It makes us realize and be comfortable with the fact that we are indeed uh, indebted to others. Life is indeed a work in progress. Through the six pillars of gratitude, we can remain vigilant and live life gratefully, improving our own lives and those of those around us. Okay, here's Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. Spy who loved me is keeping all my secrets. 
Okay, let's hear some dedications from TAPS Education Thanking Wall, sponsored by YPO. Claire Casimore says, to Mrs. Foran, Mrs. Hall, Mrs. M Warwick, uh, in South Follisworth Primary School in Manchester. Thank you for all the hard work you've done with Charlie throughout this year. He loves coming to nursery every day. We are very pleased with his progress and his confidence has grown. We really appreciate your hard work and support. Thanks. And here's one from Godfrey. He says, to Miss Frost and the team at Coleridge Primary School in Rotherham, I would just like to thank this teacher who made my son achieve impossible things. She's been a pillar to his development and made him love school more than home. Thank you, Miss Frost, and your team. Lizzie Barrett says, To all staff at Menson Lee Primary School in Worsley, I would just like to say a huge thank you to all of the teaching staff and all of the support staff at Menson Lee. As a trainee teacher, I was made to feel welcome 
by you all and have been fully supported throughout my first and final placements. So, thank you. You're what makes Mensalee so great and I'm glad to be a part of the team. Thank you all. And here's one from Natalie. Natalie says, to all staff at Maysfield Primary School in Little Lever. Thank you so much to all the staff at Maysfield. As the last day for James looms and his Maysfield journey ends, we would like to thank you all. James has had an amazing primary school experience and leaves Maysfield with friends for life, knowledge for the future and skills to expand on at high school. He's made memories to last forever and has enjoyed every minute of his journey. He wouldn't be where he is now without your support and guidance. Thank you so much. Sarah Williams says, to Lydia Valden, Exmouth Community College in Devon, just to say, thank you, Lydia, for being a wonderful line manager to me, especially since I've been poorly. You are so lovely, considerate, and professional. And I want you to know how much I appreciate you as a colleague. Your work developing a lovely case 3 curriculum is timeless and makes our lives so much easier. Have a fabulous summer with your lovely family. And finally, Lindsay Piper says, uh, to Miss Russell, Mentally Primary School, uh, thank you for being a nice, caring person to Lucy Cox. Never a day went by when Lucy didn't mention Miss Russell. She will miss you very much. Okay, music time. Here's Katrina and the Waves with Love Shine a Light. Love shine a light in every corner of my heart. Let the love light carry, let the love light carry. Light up the magic in every little part. Let our love shine a light in every corner of my heart.
And joining me now is Brett Adam from My Journey of Life. So, uh, uh, hi there, Brett. Hi, Simon. You're right. I'm fine, thank you, and thank you for joining me on the show today. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about my journey of life in a moment. But um, what was it that brought you to the, um, the education section in the first place? Uh, well, we've focused within uh, personal, social, and health education, and it's uh, an area which is uh, mandatory in education, but no teachers particularly enjoy teaching it. So it's often an area that ends up being quite overlooked. Uh, so we wanted to create something that made not only teachers' lives easier, but also added value for students and was more engaging than the traditional way that PSHE has been approached. Uh, and so how, how, does it, how does it all all fit together then? Uh, so we've mapped out uh, journeys and we've uh, split them up into different key stages throughout uh, education. Um, and uh, it puts students in the centre of their own journey and they have to make decisions as they go along and they learn different uh, different things about life and how to... Uh, so basically, we're trying to give students the knowledge to be able to tackle things that will eventually happen to them as they go through their real journey of life. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Sort of fore, forewarning and preparing people b before these crises actually happen. Yes. A lot healthier than dealing with it afterwards, isn't it? Yes, and being able to identify when uh, they might actually be struggling with things and might not have picked up on it if they didn't have the knowledge of it beforehand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, they probably think um, they're going through something that nobody else is going through. Exactly. <laughs> and it's completely their problem and their own fault and, and taking away that that guilt and realizing that that we're all kind of in the same boat is yes. it's a real, real uh, strength to uh, to um, arm people with things, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and you, you, you've talked a, a bit more about um, well, uh, dealing with the problem directly, but in a more indirect way. Uh, if we can create an environment in the school where, where the teachers feel supported and, and psychologically safe and mm -hmm. encouraged through the power of uh, gratitude that then it really really can, can uh, have a sort of a drip down effect on the on the students as well can't it yes absolutely um because i think one of the things these days is everybody takes uh gratitude massively for advantage uh, and they just kind of assume that people know how grateful they are and quite often it's not that way especially when we're living in such a digital world as well because you don't you can't read people's facial expressions you don't get the tone of voice when people are like putting messages and things online so you don't really get a sense of whether people actually are appreciative of the things that you've done for them so i do think in today's age we need to be far more direct with our gratitude uh, true, yeah, yeah you, you really don't get someone's turn of voice from an email at all. Uh, uh, one thing that I've noticed before, is, is with, with education especially, mm. uh, uh, um, education is part of the normal day-to-day uh, -day life. Mm -hmm. uh, if you if you have an accident and you go to the hospital, you thank the doctor and the nurse because you're in, in a moment of crisis. Yes. Uh, but in education, it, it, it's just a normal part of life and, and that um, gratitude is often really taken for granted so it's very important that, that we um, um, in include gratitude uh, in the ed education sector as well. Yeah and I think years ago I remember when I was young um, my parents were always it felt like my parents were always in school like picking me up from school they'd like bump into teachers and they'd like have quick conversations with them and say thank you and I just don't feel like that happens anymore. The schools have now been um 
made into this place where parents aren't really welcome unless they're kind of invited in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because when we, when we when Sandy and Philip first um, uh, created Tap, part of the problem was in, in education. They want to say thank you to, to the teachers mm. that had uh, looked after their, their son so well, uh, and there just wasn't any avenues, <laughs> any platform to actually say thanks. Really, yeah. complain, but but not easy to say thank you. Yeah, and I do think that that's a bit of a culture that we live in these days. Like, um, there's so many like review sites, and you see so many negative reviews on things. And I think we are very, we're more likely to complain about something than we are to praise something when we've uh, had a good experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, because re- really we um, um, uh, use feedback as, as a way of changing business practices. Yes. But- so often that's just based on uh, negative feedback rather than thinking about all the things that are going well and all the things that we're doing right. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, uh, t- teaching um, children about gratitude and just creating the, that better school environment, it, it, it's really going to, uh, as we've said before, arm them and, and make them be- better, uh, more, more appreciative people in the future, isn't it? Absolutely, yes, definitely. And it brings a, a whole lot of like positivity into people's lives. And I think when you've got one person being positive to another, it's like it bounces back and it spreads around. And I think once you kind of start that, it creates a chain reaction. And that's like something which I'm, I, I really see the benefit of with TAP. Because when you have a teacher that feels appreciative in what they're doing, like a, a teacher that feels that like they are appreciated in what they are doing, uh, and they, and the, then, they're more likely to put more effort in and it's supposed to, it'll feed into that and it'll just be better each time. Uh, absolutely. And, and I always say that gratitude is a gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, someone's kind to you, you, you say thank you back to them, that they, they feel good and, and it'll make them kinder in the future and, and they might feel the need to express their own gratitude to, to, to someone else. Yeah. Right, and... Uh, how do you think organisations like like TAP can help the uh, education sector as we move into the future? What well, what more can we do that uh, to make people even kinder and more appreciative and create an even stronger school environment? Um, within education, I think the the main thing is to kind of get it so it's almost habitual where appreciation becomes like, you know when people like raise their kids and they always want my kids to say please and thank you and be polite. It's all very well doing that when it's in person, but trying to get that across in a way that is there for more people to see. And I think that's one of the things that TAP's really good for is it's kind of showing, it's like a showcase of when people are doing well and other people can look into it and see. I think from a school perspective, when, when parents can look and see that other teachers are being appreciated and that it's a really nice work environment and that everybody's happy and the students are happy, I think that's going to add a huge amount of value to education, to schools and everything going forward. So I think that's a really good thing that TAP's got. The main thing, the main hurdle that TAP has is it needs to get itself out there and in front of as many people as possible and for that to grow and to become like a, a natural and like a naturally propelling force that just keeps itself going. 
Right, yeah, and we, we just uh, just released the brand new version of the Tap app, which is going to be a. Uh, it just just gives people that one extra uh, way of saying thank you, and it's because it's downloaded on people's phones. It's very very easy. It only takes uh, a minute or two to uh, send a message of thanks, which is what we want really. Uh, like you say, uh, the more recognition that that uh, the tap gets, the easier it will be for us to pass on those messages of thanks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and the more and the easier you can make it for people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and that, that's what what we're hoping. Uh, we're not hoping to replace face to face gratitude. Uh, just opening a, a new avenue of gratitude, because obviously the, the more the more uh, ways we have to say thank you, the the, the 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 better it'll be for all of us. Yes, yeah, definitely. And putting a smile on someone's face is never a bad thing. Uh, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Someone says thank you to you, even if it's just for a very small thing like holding a door open, and uh, mm. it kind of validates your actions, really, doesn't it? It makes you feel um, part part of something as well. Yes, and likewise, the other way, when you do something for someone and they don't acknowledge it, the impact of that can be so damaging, and it can make you unlikely to want to do stuff for that person again because you don't feel like they appreciate what you do. So, giving people an avenue to show their thanks is massively valuable absolutely couldn't agree more right then so we're well almost out of time but it's, it's right. quite quickly so, so so can you think of a song it's like your turn to be dj so can you think of a song for you to play for our listeners to hear yep uh fleetwood mac don't stop yeah don't stop thinking about tomorrow yeah be uh be kinder in the future yes very much so yeah okay well, Thank you very much, Brett. And here's uh, Fleetwood Mac.
And that's just about it for today. I'd just like to say a big thank you to my special guest, Brett Adam. And remember, if you want to thank someone or express gratitude, visit thankandpraise.co.uk and download our app. We're going to leave you today with Coldplay. Higher power.